Letter of Paul to the Romans. Salutation, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel. Set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The gospel concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh, and designated Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience. Of faith for the sake of his name among all nations, including yourselves who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God. Grace and peace, GP, from God. God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yep, they come in pairs. All the good things come in pairs. Praying th for Thanksgiving. Verse 8. First, I thank God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. Everybody's heard about y'all. For God is my witness, which I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son. In the good news, my spirit's all up in there. That without ceasing, I mention you always in my prayers. Dude, I'm always thinking about you. I'm always, that's my praying for you. I'm always thinking about you guys. You're always in my heart. Asking that somehow by God's will, I may now at last succeed in coming to you. I've been trying to get to you guys for a long time. For I long to see you that I may, I may impart to you, give a part of myself to you, some spiritual gift, some, some spiritual gift that I have to strengthen you. That is, that we may get, okay, you, you, listen, that we may mutually encourage each other's faith. I need you. You need me. Come on. We need this communion together. Both yours and mine. Our faith. I want you to know, brethren, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, just so you know. I'll tell you about it later. In order that I may reap some harvest among you, as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I know it's been hard to get to you, but it's for a good cause. In the end, you'll understand. I am, it's for a good harvest. I am under obligation both to the Greeks. This is just me, just me, Paul. I'm obligated to both the Greeks and to the barbarians. Okay. Both to the wise Greeks and to the foolish the Greeks would call foolish barbarians. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. Hey, it makes no difference to me. For, for I am... All right, let me tell you about the power of the gospel. All right, here's the power of the gospel. Here's the point. Power of the gospel. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It has the power of God. Ain't my power. For salvation. For, it's good for you. To everyone, everyone who has faith... Do you have faith? Do you? To the Jew first and also to the Greek. A faith to the Jew first and also also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness, God is always right, of God is revealed. Do you want to see? Through faith for faith, you see. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith. Hey, as much as you put in, you get out. The more you have to put in, the more you get out. You'll understand the more experience in life you have.
It's like the third time you read some about something, you 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 can you get more out of it. And if you read it again ten years later when you have more experience, you'll get ten times more out of it. See you when you get there. Next, that was the power of the gospel. God's wrath against man's wickedness. That's the next topic. God's angry at man's wickedness. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. A sign from heaven. Against all ungodliness and wickedness of men. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven. Against all ungodliness and wickedness of men. Who by their wickedness suppress the truth. He's against the wickedness that suppresses truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible nature, namely his eternal power and deity, that's his invisible nature, eternal power and deity, has been clearly perceived in the things that have been made. Hello, if you don't, if you deny that those is crea- it's created, then you'll... So they are without excuse. <laughs> For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give him thanks. Man, you know, you know, you don't honor him, you don't give him thanks. But they became futile in their thinking, and their senseless minds were darkened. Zombies. Futile. Eating. <laughs> Uh, why are you eating, dude? You, you're dead and you're zombie. <laughs> Senseless minds and are darkened. You can't even reach them. Claiming to be wise, they become fools. And exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal men or birds, or animals, or reptiles. You, this is the real harm of idolatry. You're, 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 wrong thing, people. Wrong thing. Therefore, God gave them up to the lusts of their hearts. Uh, go ahead. To impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. Go ahead. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. You want to go walk your dog and feed your cat, but you ignore the creator. Okay. Who is blessed forever. Amen. God's wrath against man's wickedness. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. Go ahead. Their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural. G. Sounds familiar. L. G. And the men likewise gave up the natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. B. G. Q. Men committing themselves. Mommy. Hold on. Yes. Can you take this off? Verse 25. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, the creator, which they say they don't even exist, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. <clears throat> Their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for each one another. Men committing themselves shameless acts with men and receiving in their own persons the due penalty for their error. God's wrath against man's wickedness. 
And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a base mind and to improper conduct. Go ahead. <sighs> Couldn't stop you in a way. They were filled with all manner of wickedness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife. Deceit. Gee, why does it sound familiar? Malignity. They are gossips, slanders, haters of God. Uh, oh my God. Insolent. I know it. I don't need to hear from you. Haughty. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Boastful. Oh, I know everything. Inventors of evil. <laughs> Wizard Ross. Disobedient to parents. Yo, yo, mama. Foolish. Faithless. Heartless. Ruthless. Though they know God's decree that those who do such things deserve to die. Y'all know it. They... Not only do them, but approve those who practice them. Yeah, y'all go ahead. <sighs> God's wrath against man's wickedness. All right. Chapter 2. The righteousness. The righteous judgment of God. The flip side. And my book just flipped it. That's okay because I got ribbons for bookmarks. Therefore, you have no excuse, old man. You got no excuse. Whoever you are, when you judge one another for in passing judgment upon him, you condemn yourself because you, the judge, you, the judge are doing the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls upon those who do such things. You're going to get it. Do you suppose, oh man, that when you judge those who do such things and yet do them yourself, you will escape the judgment of God? Oh, you think so? All right. Or do you presume upon the riches of his kindness and forbearance? And patience, you presume too much. Do you know that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? He's not kind for nothing. He's not a welcome mat just for you to step on for nothing. But by your hand and impenitent heart, you are restoring. You are storing, not restoring, you should be restoring, but you are storing up wrath. For yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. For you will render. For he will. Keep his word. He will render to every man according to his works. Mm -hmm. To those who by patience in doing well... Alright? By patience and well-doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality. Immortality. Can I die? Eternal. He will give eternal life. You seek for glory, honor, and immortality. He will give you eternal life. But for those who are factious and do not Obey the truth. Fact, yes. Without facts. But obey wickedness. Without truth and facts and obey wickedness. There will be wrath and fury. Fire and fury. Wrath and fury. There will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil does doeth does evil every human being who does evil will have tribulation and distress 
Yeah, I don't want to be one of those. The Jew first and also the Greek. But glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good. Who, hey, who wants some honor and peace and glory? Glory and honor and peace. I want some. Well, if you are one who does good, you'll get it. The Jew first and also the Greek. For God shows no partiality. No partiality. You're all one. The righteous judgment of God. For who hath sinned without the law? I'm sorry. All have sinned without the law. Yeah, you better read it right. One word counts. All have sinned without the law, says verse 12 of chapter 2. Will also perish without the law. You sin without the law, you're going to die without the law. And all who have sinned under the law, oh, you knew the law. You were under the, you stood under the law. Will be judged by the law. You hit him, him, hit him again, I'm going to hit you. You throw that thing on his face one more time. After I've told you so many times already, you know what I said. You hear me now? You better. If you don't hear me, I'm going to hit on you. You hear me now? I'm recording it right here. huh? You better remember. I told you. You, you hit him again like that, I'm going to hit you. Same way. Same way. You don't... I don't got no water. <laughs> oh. I don't know what the heck. I cannot do three things, people. I cannot pause this thing. Okay, so the the question is about the whole under the law and not under the law thing, right? What is that all about? Okay, so let's look at Singapore. Singapore is under the Korean Muslim rule right now. They go with that, uh, their whole, I forgot what the, law, whatever. If you have a bullet pendant on your necklace, You'll be arrested. If you spit on the street, you'll be arrested. If you um, if you go on somebody's lawn, they have the right to kill you. If you, there's Sharia law. If you wear your, the, the girls wear their pants any higher than their angle, they will be whipped in public. If uh, their laws are. If you if you spit gum, you if you steal something, they're gonna chop your hand off. If you uh, like, it, there's no crime in Singapore. You understand? Why? Because they're real strict. Exactly. So there's stories about tourists who go to Singapore because it's a really nice place. They're clean. Stop hitting your brother. They're clean. They're nice. Nobody commits crimes. Oh, you have to serve in the army. There's no choice. Every male at a certain age got to go serve the army for a certain number of years. And a lot of people escaped Singapore. I knew one of these guys. That's how I know all this. Uncle, uh, Uncle Steve when I was little. Anyways. So he was telling me all this. That's why he escaped. He didn't want to go to the military. And so, what do you think about a tourist who goes to Singapore and knows nothing? He's chewing gum and he spits in the trash can. He misses. He's he's on. It's now on the floor. What are you gonna do with this guy? You <laughs> see what I'm saying? What's the point of this chapter? Righteous judgment of God. You understand? So let's ask God, what is he trying to tell us about this situation? Okay, so here's what he says. Romans 2, 12. All who have sinned without the law, right, will also perish without the law. Meaning, you're ignorant of the law. You didn't know. But you sinned. You still spit on the street. 
you're going to get arrested not knowing what the heck happened. (laughs) (laughs) You need to, you can't just be like, dude, I'm going to come in your house. I don't care about your rules. I don't care how you live. I'm not going to even learn about you. Dude, you should have learned about before you go in. Don't you think? Now, if you didn't even know you were in that country and just somehow you walked into the border, now that's a different story. I would think. Let's see what he's saying here. All who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law. And all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. Under the law means you understand the law. You stand under the law. So if you have sinned understanding the law, you will be judged by the law. Dude, you understood it. I'm going to have to judge you according to what is written. For you no excuse. For it is not the hearers, uh, hearers, it is not the hearers of the law. You heard the law, right? Mm-hmm. Who are righteous before God. You heard the law, but don't mean you're right before God. Yeah, because, because the doers of the law who are justified. Okay. It's how you do the law, right? You know it, but did you do it? Oh, there's such a thing, God? Yeah, let me tell you about it. Verse 14, when Gentiles who have not the law do by nature what the law requires. Look, Gentiles are ones that did not have the law. They don't know. The law in this particular paragraph is talking about God's law. Yeah, they, 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 they have didn't have God's law because it came by the Jews. Yeah, they didn't have that benefit. Exactly. So when the Gentiles who have not the laws, Gentiles would be the Greeks, right? Sure. They don't have God's law, but they do God's law by nature. God, What is God's law? Uh, where's the water? All right, time, 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 time. Holy Spirit, Novena, First Day. Step 1, Sign of the Cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Invocation of Day 1. Holy Spirit, Lord of Light, From your clear celestial height, your pure, beaming radiance, give. Meditation. Holy Spirit, Lord of Light, from your clear celestial height, your pure, beaming radiance, give. Only one thing is important, eternal salvation, eternal salvation. Only one thing, therefore, is to be feared, sin. I only fear sin. Sin is the result of ignorance, weakness, and indifference. I will not sin as a result of ignorance. I will not sin as a result of weakness. And I shall not sin as a result of indifference. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of light, of strength, and of love. I will confront my ignorance with strength. I will confront my ignorance with light. I will confront my weakness with strength. And I will confront my indifference with love. With his sevenfold of gifts, he lightens, enlightens, The mind strengthens the will and inflames 
the heart with the love of God. When encountered with ignorance, and when I realize I'm in ignorance, I will use the light gift of the Holy Spirit. Please, Holy Spirit, enlighten upon me and reveal thy truth to do away with my sin of ignorance. When I encounter my weakness, I will ask for the spirit of strength, the Holy Spirit of strength, to inflame, to strengthen my will with His will. When encountering indifference from others or myself, I will ask Him to inflame my heart and theirs in mutual agreement. Inflames my heart and our hearts with His love, the love of God from the Holy Spirit. For one end, to ensure our salvation, our salvation that we together ought to invoke the divine spirit daily and for me at the moment literally by the moment for the spirit helps our infirmity the spirit helps my infirmity we know not what we should pray for as we ought yes lord i but the Spirit himself asks for us. Oh, Lord, search my soul. Holy Spirit, search my soul and tell me what's in there. Next, pray. After you meditate, pray. Prayer of the day. Almighty and eternal Father, who has vouchsafed to regenerate us. How? By water and the Holy Spirit and and has given us for what? For forgiveness. Has forgiven us and has given us Forgiveness, all sins vouchsafe to send forth from heaven upon us your sevenfold spirit, the wisdom and understanding, the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding the spirit of counsel, the spirit of fortitude, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and fortitude, S-U, no, sorry, spirit of W-U, Spirit of C-F, wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude. The spirit of knowledge and piety, K-P, W-C-F-K-P. And fill us with the spirit of holy fear. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, build a wall, knowledge, truth, piety. Keep your eyes on God. Spirit of holy fear, I feel nothing except the one who can take not only my soul, 
not only my body, but my body and afterwards put my soul in hell. Not that I fear and that is God alone. Therefore, I fear nothing but the spirit of holy fear. Sitting on his lap. Good enough. Next, our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, yes, Lord. Thy will be done, please, Lord. In earth as it is in heaven, yes, Lord. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, please, Lord. Fair enough. But deliver us from evil, please, Lord. Help us, save my Lord, protect us. Amen. Amen. You're strong and young. The world is yours. Your heart is free. But I'm not so. I can't escape my destiny. To grow attached, to learn to share. But that's just me. And I want you <laughs> more than any Ron could ever say. In open woods, you never fear which path to take. The world intrudes to seek confinement. Like the lake, I know my boundaries, where to sleep and where to wake. And I need you more than any rhyme could ever say. By being you, you've shown me how to really see my heart and mind. Now love and think in harmony. I've peace of mind. But still my heart beats frantically, and I love you more than any rhyme could ever say. The following poem was by Miss Ellen Ash, E-L-L-Y-N, Ash, a writer, an editor, a musician, and bipolar who was led here by the universe as a continuation of her path to enlightenment. Thank you so much, Miss Ellen for sharing this beautiful poem with us on Medium today. If anybody wants to read that, please go to Medium app and search for Miss Ellen Ash, or you can find her through my friends on Medium. Uh, I also have something else I wanted to share with you guys. This is, uh, um, I'm going to put this, this is my post on Medium that I'm about to release, but I wanted to do a reading of it first, um, entitled, Perfect Image of Christ, Shine Through Me, All in All. This is um, a Catholic daily reflection on the 29th Sunday of Ordinary Time. We're going to start with a quote. My quote, yes, Lord, be a true leader through me. Yes, Lord, decrease me to let your perfect image of Christ shine through me all in all. The topic is a true leader, a true leader. Jesus summoned the twelve, the twelve, and said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones make their authority over them felt. But it should not be so among you. 
Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. Easier said than done. Let's look at temptation for a second. Those who are recognized as rulers may fall into, here it is, an abuse of power and lack of humble leadership. An example, I hate to bring this up, heart of fall of Lucifer and demons, desire for power, they said, I will not serve. Their desire for power and to be served by others, well, that is real and power for the fallen angels. We can relate. I me personally, I'm struggling with the desire for power. I'm sure we all are in one context or another, be it family, work, society at large, between siblings and friends, right? In friendship, we often have disagreements. We say, we want it our way. I want to be in charge, you know. For example, in the family, deserve to serve others, humbly to others' wills. Are we doing that? Or is it more like, oh, it's easier to be the boss and dictate what is to happen? That's what I struggle through, right? With my husband, with my, uh, you know, kids, with my neighbors, with the HOM, like, you know, School, you have boss, work, whatever. Cops, whatever. Jesus says, authority not meant to be made to felt by others. Not brute force, intimidation, manipulation, severe exercise of authority. What did Jesus want? I mean, at the heart of it, that's what he says, but what did he really want? Jesus really wanted authority in true humility, meaning leadership by example. I do it first. I show my kids how. I teach them because I learned it and I can speak from experience. Leadership centered in love and humility because nobody cares how much I know until they know how much I care. Now, rule number one, milk. Rule number two, food. And rule number three, toy. <laughs> I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm bored take care of their physical needs, and then they'll be able to ready and listen and sit there quietly, chewing on their snacks, sipping on their drinks, and really able to attend because they're basic. It's like playing Sims. All right, anyways, back to the subject, sorry. Living, living it, not just speaking it, not just thinking it, but doing it, putting into action, that is the message of Divine mercy. Okay, anyway, living true humility wins over hearts and minds, wills and hearts of others. You want to win friends and influence people, right? Says Dale Carnegie from my book lovers. Invites them to follow in charity and love. What's that song by Enigma? I love you, I kill you, because I love you forever. <laughs> what did Bruce Lee say? The best way to make friend, kill your enemy is to turn them into your friend, or else they will come and stab you in the back. Same thing Jesus said, they will drag you to court. <laughs> you know. 
Don't put revenge in other people's hearts, says my husband all the time, right? Sorry, back to the subject. Wins over hearts and minds, wills and hearts of others, invites them to follow in charity and love. Monkey see, monkey do. I don't have to tell my kids. They see it. If I want them to change, I change first. All's good. Must happen within the family, among friends, at church, and within society. What did John the Baptist say? He said, nations will never change. Kingdoms and nations, not until the hearts of men change, will anything in this world change. Solomon said, for all is vanity. We keep looking in that mirror and took our eyes off the Lord. Wise words, gentlemen, wise words. Okay, let's close up. In reflection, how do I lead others? How do I lead others? Do I expect to be the boss? I try to, but nobody listens to me anyway, so whatever. Do I expect others to follow me because of my authority? I try, but that got me about nowhere. Got the t-shirt, been there, done that. You know, this or that, try this, try that. Do I lead others by humility and love? Meaning, do I draw them to Christ? Because it's his authority that has any weight. His word, not mine. Through his and my goodness, I am, my goodness, I am not good. I have no goodness in me. I have nothing but anger and frustration and anxiety and stress. That is right. You must, I must replace my heart with his. So through his and my goodness, for me to be in agreement with him and in one accord, because I agree, yes, that is the right way to go, I commit myself to Christian leadership. I keep my eyes on him, eyes on him, God be in me. I cannot do this by myself. That is right. Only through him, because by myself I can do nothing. Only by him and through him who strengthens me can I have even the amount of strength to breathe. Lord, give me thy breath. Back to the subject. Commit myself to Christian leadership as Jesus intended. Oh, I will be amazed at the effect. Yes, I'm amazed every day. Lord, thank you so much for carrying me so far. I look back on the, remember those printings back in the day? I don't see them much anymore, but they used to sell them everywhere. This nice little picture, letter size, beautiful beach. Imagine it, close your eyes, can you see it? You're walking on the beach and there's this smell, the sea air. I know your eyes closed, so just smell the sea air, and you feel like you're just floating. It's beautiful. You hear the waves. Ooh, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <sighs> Meditating, feeling the sun, the warmth, the breeze. <sighs> Sink it in. The beautiful light shining off those shimmering waves. <sighs> Not And we're walking, and you feel it, someone's, and we feel it, the up and down, and we're walking, we're traveling, we feel the sand on the feet, in between our toes, ooh, it's so cool, ooh, here comes the water, ooh, I run away, oh, I see, I feel, I feel little pinches of the seashells, of the crabs, oh, such a nice day. <sighs> Raise the hands in the air, do that yoga stretch. Stretch them all bones. Yes. <sighs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I feel the sunshine. I can sun see the sun through my eyelids. It's of a certain color. I'm staring straight at the sun. What does it look like? I can see it. I guess we have arrived at the meditation stage of our session. 
Now I opened my eyes and I said, what was that? It was awesome. And I look behind me and I see one set of footsteps and I'm like, wait, I wasn't walking, was I? I felt like it, but I was sitting in my chair this whole time in a computer. Wow, I just got lifted there and by my spirit. I felt like I was there. I, was, I didn't feel this room that I'm in right now. What was that? That, my friend, is the spirit. I felt his spirit. I'm just a cup. That's right. Empty your cup, like Bruce Lee say, and invite him to pour his wine into your cup. I bring you to the scene in Chosen, the episode of the wedding at Cana. Oh no, they're out of wine. Everybody's been drinking like crazy. Everybody's so happy, dancing. And they say, oh no, Mary, they're out of wine. What shall we do? Mary says, okay, okay, no worries, no worries. She goes, Jesus, Jesus, there's no wine. All right, yada, 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 you go watch it yourself. The point is, the wine he poured out. Okay, the, uh, that spoiler alert, sneak peek, I'll do another episode on that. Anyways, let's finish up here. Finish up here. We'll do a whole session on that. It's getting to 18 minutes now. Let's finish up. Let us pray. Lord, help me to be a humble leader. Let me to, uh, help me to let your heart of love and mercy shine forth and lead by goodness and kindness of your merciful heart. Help me to set aside all pride and egotism and to become a servant of all. Jesus, I lift myself up and I trust in you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm. Go in peace. Thank you so much for listening. I love y'all. See you again soon. Go with God. So I looked up. Obeying men's law. Here are a hundred Bible verses about obeying men's law. Wow. All right, let's just see if we can shred this down. Come on. All right, we're Romans 13, 1 to 7 says, out of the ESV, English Standard Version, I guess, let every person be subject to the governing authorities. Ooh, for there is no authority except from God. Okay, and those who exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed. This is what Paul is saying in Romans. And those who resist will incur judgment. Ugh. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be careful, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God. He does not bear the sword in vain. An avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer, that's his job, executioner. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also, more importantly, for the sake of conscience. Let's see what Peter and the apostles had to say. We must obey God rather than men. Good enough. What does Titus have to say? Remind them to be submissive to the rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work. Luke. Luke said, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God things that are God's. Thanks, Luke. You're welcome. Okay, back to Paul. To the Romans, let 
every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment, for the rulers are not a terror to good judgment, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is an authority? Then do what is good. You will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is a servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. You wouldn't want it any other way, would you? Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. What does John have to say? John says, whoever says, I know him, must, but, whoever says, I know him, right? You, you sure? Okay. But does not keep his commandments is a liar. Oh, and the truth is not in him. Well, that's how you can tell, I guess. There you go. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. No law. You don't want to listen to nobody. You want to be an authority all to yourself. You want to be the head honcho and call all the shots. Yeah, all right. Thanks, John. You're welcome. Um, Peter, anything else? Uh, sure. Um, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as a supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good for it is the will of God that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people live as people who are free not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil but living as servants of God Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Or to governors, as sent by him to punish those who do evil, and praise those who do good. Yeah. Oh, oh be subject for the Lord's sake to every insti human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme. Okay, you said that already, Peter. All right, fine. Uh, what does Luke say? You know what? I'm going to put all this together and redo this recording. Very interesting. Very interesting.